When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. All right, we got the uh, San Francisco 49ers going to Minnesota in our Monday night matchup. The 49ers are favored on the road at minus six and a half with an over under of 44. Uh, this is Christian Kirk. I'm sorry, this is not Christian. This is Kirk Cousins, excuse me, <laughs> on Monday night football with no Justin Jefferson against a San Francisco team coming off a bad loss looking for revenge. Yeah. I'm taking San Fran to cover in this game at minus six and a half. I like those odds there. Uh, I actually, you know what? I'm going to take the over at 44. I think hey. the players get back to scoring 30 points Hold in this game. It's the Minnesota on top of it. <laughs> Go ahead. We got Who's two overs. Saying? Hold on. You guys, you guys hear that? Somebody's pizza rolls are done. We'll check them. <laughs> Yeah, this thing's about to drive me nuts. All right, here, here's what we're going to So, Brock Purdy, I do have him as a top-eight quarterback this week. I think he bounces back. Obviously, this is not the Cleveland Browns defense. This is a team that's allowed the 10th most fantasy points to the quarterbacks. He, before last week, was a top-10 quarterback. He's now 13th after that horrible finish. Expected to have most, if not all, of his weapons heading into this game. So, I think you can play Brock Purdy. Uh, Kirk Cousins, no way am I playing him. I mean, I, I know we're desperate. I know there's six teams on by, but I, everything I laid out to why I have the 49ers covering this game, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play him this week. I don't. I'm, what do you guys think about uh, uh, Adam? Help me out. What do you think about Kirk Cousins' rest of season now? Uh, well, Justin Jefferson after what we saw against the Chicago Bears last week. I I think Kirk has done uh, enough throughout his career on non-primetime games that I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he'll be a fine low-end starter, great super flex guy uh, when you're playing a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I'm not excited to play him on a Monday night game, and you know if I can avoid it, I will. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to get egregious with it. Like if he's the best I got, I'm playing him. But um, yeah, I, I think rest of the season he's going to be what you you know it would have expected out of him regardless maybe sure he takes a hit losing jefferson but i don't think it's the end of the world i think he's more i think he's more matchup dependent without yeah, jefferson sure. yeah well it's not like they're gonna run the ball though right adam right yeah they're gonna get three and a half <laughs> well, we don't know Cam Akers. <laughs> the Cam Akers season. oh yeah it wasn't last week it was all alexander madison which is why he continues to be an rb 24 thought it was gonna be after what we saw yeah, agreed. We thought it was going to be, but uh, nope. They went right back to the well on Madison that last week. We'll see what happens here. Uh, we love McCaffrey, obviously. Let's let's talk about it from this standpoint, Chris. What if McCaffrey's out and we're looking down the barrel? Is it Elijah Mitchell or is it Jordan Mason, in your opinion? I will lead towards Jordan Mason for this week. I think long-term is still Elijah Mitchell. He's still a guy who's probably more talented. But with the injuries and probably the, the idea of Elijah Mitchell hasn't 
Tommy's missed most of the season so far. Um, I think you're going to see Mason probably get the opportunity, especially for a team that blitzes a lot like the Vikings. So I think Mason probably the guy that's, you know, would surprise some people. But I think he'd be the guy who steps up over Elijah Mitchell. But I think those would both get involved. I don't think it's going to be like one guy is going to be, you know, the bell cow in a sense. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be a mix. I do have Mitchell slightly ranked ahead. I just, because of the history that he has of being that guy in that situation. But we do got to see what his knee issue is at, because I think that's a big reason why he didn't play ahead of Jordan Mason last week. We still haven't seen him practice in a full capacity yet. And we know he's a breath away from picking up another knee injury. He might not even make it out of the practice week without re-aggravating knee injury. So that is the issue with Mitchell. I think Jordan Mason you know, over a long term probably has more value because of that issue. But for this week, I do lean a little bit more towards it being Elijah Mitchell, just given the history that he has with them. Hopefully, though, we see Christian McCaffrey and all this winds up being a moot point. Go ahead, Chase. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm in a league where I need running back because, yeah, I lost Chubb. I lost Dobbins. I was able to pick up Mitchell for a $2 bid this week. Somebody else spent 22 on Jordan Mason. And I'm well, like, dumb. I don't. I don't know that I would have spent yeah, a quarter of my freaking budget on, on Jordan Mason, regardless of how much I don't think CMC misses that much time that it, that no. it warrants that much. I was thrilled to get Mitchell for, for a $2 bid because I, I, yeah, like you said, I have him slightly, I mean like literally slightly 35 to 37 ahead of Mason for this week. But I do think that, yeah, long-term, why wouldn't they, a, why wouldn't they give Mason the look B Mitchell, yeah, he's he's always a sneeze away from blowing out an ACL or a shoulder capsule or a neck injury or a whatever else. So, but yeah, I I was like, I'll spend the two dollars and and take Mitchell and feel okay about that and know that I didn't have to spend a quarter of my fab budget on Jordan Mason for for one week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if Debo does play, I have him as a wide receiver too. Brandon Yuke actually cracks my top ten this week. Yep. Jordan Addison, I had to bring him down a little bit, Adam. I mean, I was really bullish on him, and yet they target him just as much as KJ Osborne. They didn't put him in the role that I thought they were going to put him in. It was all it was all very frustrating watching them against Chicago. He does get the touchdown to save the day, but still only a 17% target share in that spot. I know they didn't wind up having to do too much, and that's part of it there, but I don't like the role overall that he was playing. So is Jordan Addison more than a wide receiver three in your eyes in this match against San Francisco or no? In this particular matchup, no. Uh, I'm not super bullish on the Vikings here. Uh, I, I do think that he has a pathway to being a little bit more throughout the season, but this week I'm not you know, trying to play him. I'm not going out of my way to. Yeah, I mean, you don't play him as a wide receiver three, I think, but I'm not it was too a conspiracy, excited. Dan, last week. Just no, I think I think the Vikings were trying to lose that game to Chicago. Brandon Powell. <laughs> I mean, it's what it looked like to me. Well, all the guys that they were involved in, the way they played, it was like, we want you to, you know, waive your trade clause, Kirk Cousins. If you lose to Chicago and Tyler Badgett, they can't help but believe. Yeah. And he was like, you know, still running. You have, have to throw the ball to Brandon Powell, Kirk. <laughs> Do it. Oh, uh, clap nuts. I love that. Uh, should I trade George Pickens for Najee Harris? Now, Harris hasn't been incredible, but I think you turn around at the bye week. Oh, you do. You're that you'd be the only one. But Chris, would you would you trade George Pickens for Najee Harris? I would just because as we talked about, you know, what has Pickens really been for you for while he had the whole receiving core pretty much to himself out for a moose without Deontay Johnson? 
Najee hasn't been good, but he's a running back right now. And we're talking about different running backs we're willing to put out there in the backfield. Najee Harris, as long as he gets some kind of touches, is probably going to be a guy worth having on your roster right now. They're going to continue to hand him the ball, whether they throw it to him or not. It's a different story, but they're always they're always always going to hand the ball to Najee Harris. So yeah, but how Freeman on the show, guys? So, so Jordan Mason, Royce Freeman, we're we're, we're we're digging. So no, yeah. I'm not excited about it either, Dan. I'm just, but they are going to continue to hand him the ball. Look, the trade's fair in the fact that it's a wide receiver three for an RB three. So yeah. like the trade's yeah. fair. If you need a running back more than a wide receiver, fine. But yeah. I think after last week before before the buy for Pittsburgh, I think we might have seen Jalen Warren actually take the leap. And I think that's a possibility too here when you're talking about Najee Harris. So when I say handing the ball, how much? I'm not writing off that Warren doesn't take over his backfield at some point. Uh, Justin Walker here, 12 team, Allen, Bijan, Hall, Waddle, Chave, Le- uh, Schultz, Nico, London, Ferguson, White, Johnson. I have all picks. This is a dynasty question. I have all picks for 2024, 2025, 2026. What moves will you make? He's four and two, competing for a championship loaded roster. Adam, what moves would you make here? Would you make any moves? Um, Maybe try to get a better tight end. Yeah, I, I'm not You're going for acting champion. out of desperation, but definitely, you know, tight end would be a, a, an area to target. Yeah, I think that's the only move I'd make here, because especially for a dynasty league, this is a pretty, pretty good team. Very, a very good team. I shouldn't even say pretty good team. This is a very good team. You should be competing for a championship. Last question here coming in. Uh, Sean Dankster, Amari Cooper and Pierce for Puka Nakua. My wide receiver one and two is Waddle and Devonta and RB one and two is CMC and Tony Pollard. Half point, 12 man PPR. He is four and two. Chris, would you make this deal? Amari Cooper and Pierce for Puka. Uh yeah, I mean, I think Puka's got a decent value, especially in a full-paint PPR. Mark Cooper, we talked about what he can do with, with P.J. Walker. Is he still going to be a guy who can be week in, week out Pierce is splitting carries in the backfield right now in Houston, so I'm not loving that. Um, so I, I think there's a chance maybe to make a upgrade, but I don't think you're making a parallel move. And I, I think agree. with the rest of your yeah. roster, I might hold on to the back just because, like I said before, having a running back is just worth having one right now. Having Puka, Waddle, and Devontae Smith – Am I wrong that they are all week 10 buys? Uh, I think that could be the case. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying you're, you're a week, or, or week 10 buy. I can't yeah. remember if the Eagles Dolphins won. are. And I, and I'm pretty sure the, the Rams are, and I, I and, uh, and the, the Eagles are too, because I think the Eagles and the chiefs are both week 10 by, I mean, just, you may be literally without a, a ride receiver week 10 and that's one week, but you're almost punting that week. Just, Keep that in mind, sir. Yeah, keep that in mind. If you give up Cooper Cooper for Puka. Real quick, and I don't want to backtrack, but I I think it's worth bringing up for uh, Justin on that Dynasty League. uh, Keenan Allen is a buy that I absolutely love right now uh, if you're contending and you have your picks. Like, if you don't have to give up a player for him, say the Keenan Allen owner, um, you know, isn't playing well, that's someone that would be sick. Yeah, that, that nice move. Nice move. I like that. Uh, obviously, we're playing Hawkinson and Kittle. So that wraps up the Operation Domination episode for week seven. I know it was less games, but there was a lot we had to talk about because people are really got to hammer through some of these fantasy agonies decisions that they got to make this week. So thank you guys for all tuning in. Loved all the questions as we always do. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Before we head out of here, I do want to make a quick mention. We are doing contests starting this week. 
with a new sponsor, Wolf Spreads app. Uh, basically, what they do, first of all, is free to sign up on the app. And whether you have Apple or Android, it does not matter. It's available to you on the Apple Store and on the Google Store. It's a free sign up. You get $2,000 of fake money. You can place bets. Whoever optimizes their profit betting the most will win a $25 Amazon gift card. And this contest is going to go on every single week. Our direct link is on our social media feed at Show on X. It's also right here in the comments. It's also in the description of our shows, whether it be on YouTube, Facebook, or uh, podcasts. So make sure you guys join in. Again, $25, whoever's able to maximize their bets the most. And you will be playing against us. So you get some bragging rights too, if you can actually beat us. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Download on your favorite podcast app. We'll be back tomorrow at 9.30 with Brian Scott, the Injured List Podcast. And of course, we'll have Chris and Chaz on the second half of the show to talk about some of our best bets of the weekend. Everybody take care. We'll see you soon. 